Are you happy? Are you deep down satisfied with the person you are, how you're living your life, and the future as it appears today? Do you have a passion? Is there any one thing in your life that is so important that it makes prioritizing everything else simple? If the answer to any of those questions is no, do you have any idea why? Welcome to the Vera Moore Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Keegan, co-founder of the dating app Veramore and the nonprofit app Hero Harbor. Happiness, mine and that of others, is something that's always been very important to me. I've devoted my life to understanding how we take the things life throws at us and combine that with our own special gifts to come away with an experience that, while not always perfect, is one we are proud of and allows us the fewest regrets and least amount of heartache. Whether through my personal musings or conversations with guests, the aim here is not to find a one-size-fits-all to-do list of change, but instead a mindset that lessens our fear, reduces judgment of ourselves and others, and frees each individual to build the life that truly represents happiness for them. I'm Dawn, here with my fabulous co-host Hector, and today we are talking about social media. However, before we get started, I need to address something that's been bothering me. We launched today a podcast episode on the topic of profanity. And when we had that conversation, I talked about a story, I related a story, where a mother, a, a child, said a word, try, tested out something he had heard on his mother, and she was so offended by it that she slapped him. Well, when we had that conversation and when I relayed what the word was, I failed to say it. And given that the tagline at the beginning of our podcast says real, raw, relevant, and given that too many people out there know that fuck happens to be a word I use very prolifically, it really bugged me the inconsistency of me not saying that the term he used, the child used, was motherfucker. So to ease my mind so that I can sleep, I just had to put that out there. We we have on our iTunes thing, um, we have it marked as adult content. So it just, I can't stand incongruency. And so, uh, anyway, so I had to solve that. Okay, now... <laughs> I apologize. Oh, to start a show. I know. Well, and the worst, the worst part is at least last week they could have been prepared for it, you know. <laughs> At any rate, now I'm going to put you on the spot by asking you about your social media, how much, you, how much time you spend on average looking at your personal social sites, how you interact with them, and what impact, positive or negative, it has on your life? Sure. I, no, I think that's a valid question. I'm glad you brought up personal because, um, you know, for full disclosure, I, I use it as much for advertising as I do for staying connected. But 
But yeah, for the purpose of this conversation, I think it would be good to strictly look at it from a personal use perspective. And you know, my take on social, like most anything really, is it's how you use it, you know. Um, for me, I don't spend a ton of time on social media personally, probably because I do that professionally, um, so I'm over it. <laughs> By the time I'm home, I'm ready to unplug and unwind and, um, you know, do different things. However... Uh, being married to a millennial who is quite active on social media, I am uh, inevitably tagged in uh, multiple posts per day. Yeah, and, I way uh, more, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, anything you see of me is probably not me. Yeah, <laughs> Ashley, yeah. You're right, exactly. Um, but, you know, what I can say is you know, I have seen a lot of the positive. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, I mean, everybody's on social, it seems like, except for the rare person that's not, and then you look at them as an oddball, and maybe even applaud them or pat them on the back, but that's not the life we live. You know, we all have our Facebook profile and maybe a LinkedIn profile and some variation of other stuff in between. Um, but I really do. I think it's I think it's how you use it. I think it's, it's your mind state and how you use it. And um, for me, I keep it positive, and I use it to stay connected to family that, um, some of whom I haven't seen since I was a kid, and this has allowed me to stay connected with those people much more easily than a phone call or letters or things that we would have used in the past. Um, so I would say, you know, on average in a day, I will quickly scroll through um, my social feeds. Maybe I would say it's probably less than an hour a day. Um, for some people, that may be a lot of time. For others, that's hardly anything. Um, I know people who live on social. I mean, they literally post their entire lives on social. In fact, I'm married to one. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think, again, it, it, it depends on how you take how your interactions on that platform are and what you do with it. But um, how it affects my life, really, I mean, I could walk away from it and I'd still be perfectly fine. I'd just be less connected. Right. Okay. So here's my take, and I'm actually – well, I'm going to kind of blend the personal and the professional. Now, a couple of things. You know, of course, Facebook has become so pervasive. I know, um, you know, Zuckerberg is laughing all the way to the bank, but it's become so pervasive in our lives such that there are many apps you cannot even – log into if you don't use your Facebook account. So I have, and as a business owner, I have a personal account. And I started my personal account, you know, way back when it, you know, to, for the, you know it was exciting because I could connect with my Marine Corps buddies and my, some of my friends from school and my family. And, and like you said, people you haven't, you found people. And that's the way it started out, and it was fabulous. I created course a couple of years ago my business account and what I found recently I have a, a very big challenge with focus I can the bright shiny object syndrome they refer to it I can get sidetracked so easily I'm not a collector of friends the people I have now fewer than 20 people connected on on Facebook, but those people in my personal account, but those people are people that I care deeply about. I want to know what's going on with them, that sort of thing. 
So it's a double-edged sword for me. I want to know what's going on, but if I go there, then it's so easy, even with only 20 people, to get, you know, off, you know, in, in, you know, looking at their videos and reading their stories and their comments and such. And so not terribly long ago, I found that what I had to do, I created a bookmark for, because I have to go to Facebook almost daily for my business page, and I found that I had to create a bookmark directly to the Mind and Body Coaching business page because if I got onto the other one, I inadvertently got sidetracked. And it's it's very difficult because I want like I have a friend right now who has cancer, and I just learned about it through Facebook. Had I not gone there, I wouldn't have known it. But um, you know that's so again, it's a double edge. I don't want to get sidetracked. The business is important to me. The more important your friends are, at, at any rate. So um, I but you know I, I told you recently I. Uh, began, I, I was recently, um, Reddit, for lack, I, I started taking part in Reddit, I created a Reddit account, and I have, and again, it was for the purpose of interacting with, I was looking for people in self-improvement sections in different you know, I was looking for people that I could help, that I could interact with, that I could talk to. And I've been, a, I looked this morning, I've been a Redditor for 15 days. The first 12 days, I averaged 100 additional, 100 karma points a day. Well, there's, I, um, I heard somebody recently refer to these as vanity stats. And I, it, it really goes against my grain to chase vanity stats. But I have two, <laughs> two additional challenges here. The one, I'm a completionist. If I'm near, in, in, in recently I was close to, or actually I'm right now hanging out just short of 3,000 Facebook likes for my professional page. It's killing me that I can't get to 3,000. <laughs> the the other thing I have is that I don't turn down a challenge. Therefore, when I realized I was averaging about 100 karma a day, the challenge was, can I keep that up? Until I realized that I was neurotically refreshing the page and looking at that number. And, you know, I was like, okay, Dawn, stop. This is not, <laughs> that's not what this was about. So I work very hard to try to separate those two things. I don't, again, I don't chase personal gratification or personal, I guess, uh, validation through those numbers, but I can get caught up in the, again, vanity stats, however you want to call it. There have been a number I get I've talked about this before I get a number of Google alerts and one of them I have scheduled is for self-esteem and there were <clears throat> there's all of course always 
studies being done on this and all, and certainly studies being done about um, social media interaction, there were a number of studies published recently, or at least reported on, that talked about how people who are on, who collect um, friends, collect, you know, um, stats on social media, and who post a great deal, especially, you know, you mentioned, um, Nessie, Ashley gets a huge patch because I love the pictures of your kids. <laughs> but that, you know, a lot of people, it's, it, you know, some of it's that, and then, like you said, some of it's just, um, you know, inane things. And the what it, what the studies were showing is that frequently what that translates to is people searching, you know, seeking attention, seeking, um, oh, that was, okay, that was the other thing about Reddit, is that what I discovered was the way that I was getting those stats, those karma points, I was posting, uh, some of it was posting quotes that are in my book, but it was, but they were followed up by um, information from the book. I'm not sure how many people were actually reading the information. They just liked the quotes. They're good quotes. It's the same thing. It's uh, and and so there again. The, how real are the numbers? Yeah, they kind of look cool, but how you know valid and useful are they? It's like people posting you know, anything, you know, titillating, you know, about sex or some whatever just to get reactions. If you know the formula, so to speak, it's really easy to get those numbers. And, again, when I realized how that was happening, it's not real, so why are you even chasing it? Um, and, right. that's, you know, that's the um, the, you know, the how – for me, the the conflict that I experience constantly, the wanting to stay in touch with the people I care about and the not getting caught up in the, um, you know, because it really makes me feel uncomfortable when I realize I'm chasing those kind of things. Um, it just, I don't know, it's, an again, like the feeling of not cussing when I was supposed to be cussing. It's just, it's a very uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. Um, so do you have, do you have any stories with regard, you know, that sort of, sort of, blah, 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 sort of shine yeah. a light on personal experiences with the self-esteem thing? Okay. One, I'm sorry. One last thing before I do that. So back to the, again, back to Reddit is that that's another thing I found is that a number, a great number of the people who were posting were they appeared to be looking for just attention. It wasn't genuinely looking for help. It was, what can I say that will get me um, a conversation? What will make me, you know, get people to interact with me? And it just, it, it seems to be right. a disturbing that's, trend. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's where the whole trolling that kind of came about. You know, some people who will go out and, and specifically comment in a way to sort of exacerbate some sort of an argument uh, because of because this is an attention giving mechanism. You know, I think I think if you're predisposed to that, then you're going to seek that in other ways too. You know, social just makes it very easy to do that. But uh, you know, if you have an, in my opinion, if you have an addictive 
you know, uh, brain chemistry, um, then you have, you know, sort of a, a predisposition uh, or, or predilection for, for um, addictive behavior, right? So I don't know if it's inherent to social media as a platform or if it's that person who would also get addicted to cigarettes or right. alcohol or sex or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, same thing with the person that's kind of a, what's he call a troll <clears throat> online, you know, they are also probably the person at work who has to make the off-color comment and make everybody groan or embarrassed <laughs> because they just like that feeling, you know? Right. Um, I think that person just finds a, a beautiful home on the Internet because they can do so sort of, um, you know, behind their computer um, and they can do it in mass. <laughs> right. Um, but I, I do think that has more to do with their personality trait or, or something along those lines. You know, if, if you're the type that, that you know you have a, uh, sort of an addictive brain chemistry, then that's something that you have to, you have to reconcile when you're on a platform like that. Um, you, you know, if you're, if you're a person that needs validation, well, then that, you know, again, that's a psychological um, situation, not necessarily a, media as a platform or as a as a well and, uh, and a I device guess, yeah so I guess, I think, no i'm sorry i'm sorry go ahead no 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 it's okay all i was going to say was and i mentioned to you this to you before this um this episode of, of the show called black mirror on netflix right i did watch that they had an episode about okay yeah and so you saw like what well, would okay. happen if it was instead of hmm? i need to i need to i need to um amend that statement i began watching it my my i was sitting here with my ex he wanted to watch it i watched the first part of it and it nauseated me so bad that that i told i thought i cannot watch this and so i came in a little bit later watched a little bit of it and then i got the um you know the the um you know the the recap from him i just it was killing me watching that girl um chase after that validation so I didn't actually watch it. I just what you missed would have actually <laughs> well, what you missed would have actually played very well into our last episode where we talked about uh, the profanity because uh-huh. there there comes a point when she just can't handle it anymore, <laughs> and you know, um, the filter is off. Right. And uh, you would have enjoyed that part. I think you had a lot of fun with that. But uh, but yeah, I think the beginning of that show was supposed to be nauseating so for those who haven't seen it it's 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 showing sort of an alternative reality but also a feasible one in which people are are their peers by their interactions with uh, with merchants by anyone in whom with whom they come in contact they are rated uh you know five stars or less and that social rating then follows you throughout your your day-to-day life so if you're going to um apply for a loan that would take, be taken into consideration. Or in the case of that show, she's trying to get a, um, a condo or something, and t- she has to have a 4.5 rating. Um, and then it's given to her by a random person she smiles at and fakes nice to. That will give her a five-star rating, and she'll give them one in return. And it's this horrible society that we all, we all shudder to think that could even possibly happen. I think that is a scenario where, you know, it shows this dependence on validation from everyone else. And thankfully, we're not in that environment, um, but you could, you could see how it's feasible because we, you know, we, we all do need validation of some sort in our lives. It's just turning to social for that is, is, is probably the wrong, you know, the wrong avenue. 
Well, you know, it's funny because actually, um, I think, again, it was my ex that sent this to me. Um, did you read the article I sent um, about China? Okay, we all like to think we're nothing like China and these kind of things could never happen to us. I, honestly, I don't know. I, I haven't looked into that future. But the story with China is that they um, are very literally using those stat-type things, the, the, the – you know, not you know. Here we use credit rating a lot, but there they were using all sorts of other, I guess in some instances subjective ratings. But it was keeping people from you know getting. I, it's been a few days since I read it, but it, it was really messing with their lives. And um, it, you know, again, it would for, it would you would have almost no choice but to chase those stats because if you don't, then you potentially you know, run into all – what was it? Did it – I may be confusing the show with the, the article about um, – but I, with her, she couldn't get on an airplane. Do you remember what it was with China, what it was preventing people from doing? Yeah, I mean, it, it was – I mean, honestly, that article looked like the real-life version of what that show right. – in fact, I think it would be good to um, put a link to it in the description for the podcast I so people can read about it themselves that this yeah. is – this is actually a real thing that happens, you know. Um, and I think I think that's the thing that's scary to people is is um, you know when when this platform is being abused or misused, you know. It, I mean, it it quite literally sort of careers and for some people even their lives. Right. Um, and it's it, you know it's, it's it's not social media that's on that, but the misuse right. of social media. You know. Well, but you, you think about that, and the same thing can happen with a. a email that you accidentally hit reply all mm-hmm. instead of, you know, right. uh, or, I mean, you can misuse a flotation device and drown. So, I mean, right. you know, it's, it's like anything else. You just have to use it properly. You know? Well, but I think probably, I think maybe, you know, the, for me, the, the biggest, um, the, the, the most important underlying thing, and yes, it's absolutely not the you, you can't say the fault of social media or anything else. Social media, like everything else in our lives, is just a tool. The, the frightening part and the part that most applies, I think, to, to you know what we're trying to do here, I know certainly in my coaching practice, but what we're trying to do here with Honestly Speaking and such, is the underlying problem is significantly attached to self-esteem and attached to people's, you know, um, self-worth and feeling of, you know, for some people, it, it, it is legitimately, as it started out, just a means of keeping contact with the people that you, you care about and, and, you know, without taking a, hopefully, a huge chunk of your time and, you know, able, I mean, you can do it at, you know, the wee hours of the morning or any, you know, you can find out on your own schedule what's happening rather than interrupting people. But so, in, you know, in those instances, it's good. But where, you know, it's happening too often is you see, you know, thousands and thousands of friends and, and, and such. And it's simply for the purpose of, um, you know, and again, those posts and everything are look at me. Somebody recognize me, um, you know, because you can't. Sometimes it's just it just happens. You get, um, you know. So I think anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, so do we have 
I'm trying to think. I think that's it. I mean, that's all. That, I, mean, I think I've, I've kind of, you know, um, beat into the ground, the, you know, my point about, you know, being being your own person and not looking to, you know, just be careful about how you use these tools um, and realize that, um, you know, that you can, you, what is, what is it I'm trying to say? Be, be careful about the, and use a very, okay, I'm going to end up having to <laughs> cut some of this out. I'm, the filter, I guess what I'm trying to say is um, you would not know that I was a master of the English language because I sure can't use it sometimes. <laughs> no, I think it's when you have so many things to say and you're trying to select just the right words well, to say exactly, it. Yeah, there's one be... word stuck in my head. What I'm trying to say is be aware when you use this that not everything you see is real or it's not the full picture and that anything said to you about you or anything else is sort of irrelevant if you know who you are and are strong in that knowledge of self-esteem and confidence, then the other things don't have to bother you and you can walk away from them. So I guess I guess that's really what I'm just trying to say. I've, the word I've lost, but it, it'll, it'll come up in the next podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, right. That, and then you can start off that podcast. Well, you know, I, I, I agree with you. What I'd say is that, you know, to me, it, it really is just it's something you have to actively be aware of and choose to do the way you choose to spend your time. You know, I, I've known, I know people who have shut off their social media during the whole election because they, like a lot of people, myself included, had friends who are on both sides of it. And, um, you know, it, for them, they can't reconcile how somebody could be so polar opposite to where they're at and still be their friend. You know, and so for some of that or because of all the arguments, they just shut it down. I actually give that person credit. Rather than diving in or letting that affect their lives in a way, they would have just stepped away from it. You know, if, you, if, you're, if you're cognizant of who you are and how something's affecting you and not happy with the way it's affecting you, then you're, you're the one in control of that. You know, there we go um, back to that control uh, word. That's Dawn's favorite word. Dawn needs to be in control. <laughs> and, and, yes, um, and, and you're right. Um, if you know what your triggers and your your hot buttons are and you can stay away from them, you know, it, major kudos because it's, it's, a, it's a, a daily challenge for most of us. So. Yeah, well, you know, one, one uh, statement I always make, and Ashley can attest to this, is I, I always say, you know, don't worry about or you can't worry about what you can't control. It does you no good. Right. But, but worry about the things that you can control, and here's a situation where you cannot control how other people think, and you cannot control how, what they say, but you can control your reaction to it, or the audience you give them, or don't give them. And I think that's the takeaway when it comes to something like social media, that you can use it to, to accomplish really some great things, um, if you let it. Right. Excellent. Okay. Well... We are recording this on the day before Thanksgiving, so I'm going to take this opportunity to say happy Thanksgiving to you and to everyone else, although this will, you know, be broadcast later. But um, thank you, as usual, Hector, and enjoy your time with your family. Thank you, and you as well. Bye-bye.
Bye. Thank you for spending this time with us. If you enjoyed the content we shared with you, please subscribe, review, and share this show with your friends. Veramore the dating app and Hero Harbor, the social connection tool for heroes, are both in the app stores. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as Veramore, Veramore underscore app, or Hero Harbor.